0: Bloody awesome! Bloody awesome! Bloody awesome! Bloody awesome! awesome. Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world, and welcome to the bloody awesome movie podcast, spoiler minisode, of The Suicide Squad from 2021, James Gunn's Suicide Squad. My name is Matt Hudson from what I watched tonight, and joining me as ever is a statesman to my kingsman a jolly good fellow john burke from book reviews how are you sir
1: i'm doing very well matt ready here to talk some spoilers about yes. the suicide squad
0: so one more time if you didn't get the memo if you haven't you haven't seen the suicide squad this is our spoiler episode last week we dropped non-spoilers this is full spoiler if you haven't seen it don't listen go watch the film come back and listen uh we don't want you to shout at us so the suicide squad up top we both really really enjoyed this john you called it a top five of the year didn't you
1: yeah as of as of the moment as of this recording it is in my top five for the year easily
0: yep yeah, and i'm extremely up on this and i expect it to be up there at the end of the year as well so um i guess again we always say these episodes can be slightly more negative because we kind of find them use them as a kind of sounding off board to get everything we didn't like off our chest i don't think there'll be many things here that we didn't really like so i reckon what is there anything before we get into what we love is there anything which you didn't like or didn't work or you know he thought could have done without that
1: nothing that comes to mind to be honest um i think even the stuff that's weird or quirky i, I just find to be part of gun's kind of style and so mm-hmm. I, I like it. i've heard some i've heard some criticisms about like the, the uh non-linear storytelling um like why do we start with savant at the beginning of the film yep. um but I, I think it works and uh a, fi- a, a a different person a friend pointed out That a lot of the Suicide Squad comic books start with these kind of like one off little moments that lead into the bigger story. So, I, I, if that's accurate, and I've I've only read the new 52, and to be fair, I don't quite remember what I read. I just, I know I've read them and I like, I like, I remember moments about the books. I don't necessarily remember the structure, but if that's true, then that makes even more sense to why he would do that. You know, he introduces some characters. It's a lot of fun. Um, I love that. I, I don't, I'm glad he did it. I can understand the criticism though, because it isn't, you know, you, you don't usually start with the non main character as like your entry point into this world, but I think it, it works. It does a good job of telling kind of like the setup or the structure of the suicide squad. Yeah. Um, and it leads to one of like just such a fun opening sequence. I, I, I thought it was great. So I, I have no major criticisms that are coming to mind right this second.
0: Yep. Same really same. I mean, um, I was hoping to see more of Peter Capaldi's Thinker. I think he was used all that much, but you could also argue yeah. with the story used him as much as the story needed. Um, yeah. Other than that, um, no, I'm racking my brains. I, I can't really think of, of anything because like we mentioned, the film, it, it, the film knows what it is. It's extremely self-aware. So, uh, but at the same time, this is kind of like this political undertones, which are rife underneath the initial viewing of blood, gore, violence, hilar- hilarity, bonkers action. There was this stuff going on underneath the, uh, underneath all of that, which I found to be really compelling as well. But other than that, no, I, there wasn't anything I disliked about this film. There was an awful lot. I liked, and you mentioned that introductory scene, dude, James Gunn said, we were going to lose some members of the suicide squad. I didn't realize it was going to be in the first 10, 15 minutes that they were going to yeah. obliterate that task force.
1: Yeah. And, um, I, I One of the things I want to defend is I, I pointed out the uh, my criticism of Ayer's film um, was that he goes so big and there's this giant like entity that they're sending to fight, which really doesn't make any sense. It's like, here's this monster with magical powers. We're sending Harley Quinn with a baseball bat. Good luck. <laughs> exactly. Um, but you could argue, well, Starro. But they didn't know that Starro was, one, going to get free. And mm-hmm. two, they didn't know exactly what was there like that's at least the implication so the actual mission they're sent on does make sense they there it's an assassination attempt they're gonna blow up a building and if they don't get out they don't care because they're villains and that's the point amanda waller's character does not care what happens to these people she doesn't see them as people they're tools to do a job and i love that ethical quandary what inside the like the the base that we keep seeing her and like the people around her are clearly not on board with with what's happening, and yep. I thought that was interesting. Um, and that you know, it, again, there's so many layers to each character. There's it's it's not just good guy, bad guy. There's shades of gray, um, and that's one of the things I think Ayer did poorly is they made Deadshot's character too sympathetic, where like he is a good father and his you know he loves his daughter, so you understand why he does the things he does. Where like Bloodsport, who is a clear analog to this a similar type of character and that's if anything maybe a criticism i think with peacemaker being there too that these are like identical character tropes um or comic book archetypes of these like males who are just good at everything um he's not a good father like he immediately like disintegrates that as he yells at his daughter and he's like cursing at her and basically says i never wanted you i can't believe i even have to deal with you but he still doesn't want her to be ruined right like and so there's enough sympathy there that you don't want him to not succeed but at the same time you don't like you're not like oh well he's too good of a character like they made will smith's deadshot a hero and maybe that's just because will smith is a hero like you look at will smith as as a persona but i think Gunn does a really good job of like no these are villains but that doesn't mean they're purely evil and unsympathetic they have the ability to be both you can dislike them or or maybe not agree with every choice or decision they make, but you also still see the humanity in them, and thus you care about their outcome. And that is again Rick Flag's death.
0: Shook what a me. scene, though,
1: dude! Such a scene. I, I, you want to talk about the the helmet, right? Is that the, uh, the scene man? That's what
0: I mentioned. I, I, as soon yeah. as I said it, and you reacted, I knew that was what you thought. And and, and I'm gonna let you finish. But uh, that the way that that scene was shot. Was so mm-hmm. creative, so well done as well. Who would have thought that you could see such a pivotal fight scene from, you know, reflected back in a helmet? Yeah. Fabulous. Really, 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 really innovative um, use of action and um, what you have on, on offer. Like, so Peacemaker this this is Peacemaker's turn as well. You know, it's just, mm-hmm. some people may have seen it coming. Some may, have not, may not have done, but you know, this, this is a twist within the film. And not only that, you know, they're using, they're using part of his armory to shoot the damn fight. And I thought that was fantastic. Yeah. Done. And
1: to be fair, it's not really a turn. He's doing the mission, but he was the, uh, he was the, well, the security because she was yeah, yeah. afraid flag might, be a good guy and want to do the quote unquote right thing. And she needed someone who was willing to listen to orders. And that is definitely Peacemaker's MO, oh, right? Gotcha. Yeah. And I, I like that about the character and kind of the commentary that you can read into on that, um, which I think is embedded in the film, but Rick flag, man, I, I, I would not have thought if you told me that they were going to kill Rick flag after the first movie, if that was all I had, I wouldn't have cared. No, but, but when it, when it happened, I like my hands went to my mouth. I was like,
0: "Oh no, they did it!"
1: I, and James Gunn, of course,
0: but they yeah, did it.
1: They they made me care, and that speaks volumes. I cared about Ratcatcher two. Um, I I cared about Harley Quinn, and I've always liked Harley Quinn, and I've always yeah. cared because I had that attachment to that character. But man, this movie, like even her interaction with javelin is so great. And I love that. (laughs) She just feels this like sense of like, I have to protect this. Um, but yeah, I, I, so many great scenes. I also, as much as I love that action scene, I also love Harley's action sequence when she's escaping. And then all of a sudden, like instead of blood, there's flowers burning like animated flowers. And we have animated birds everywhere. I, I loved that. I just thought it looked so cool. It's so innovative um it to me that sequence also calls back to the birds of prey action sequence at the police station yes Um, when she really gets to shine this is very similar where harley's you're just seeing how much of a force she is to be reckoned with and uh we mentioned her arc um in birds of prey the whole premise of the movie is that like you know she's left the joker and she's dealing with that and learning to kind of stand on her own and and be a part of a team. And I think you see that really hard here, her attachment to Javelin's Javelin and like this desire to like honor him, a guy she's only known for a few minutes. Um Her definitely her and Rick Flag have a connection that I think is really strong, Yep. but more when she's the whole speech about the red flags after she kills her would be soon new husband and boyfriend, because she's like, I, I learned a lesson when there's red flags. It's I got a Nope, not doing it again. And I'm like, yeah, hey, look, she's grown because Harley from the first suicide squad is the exact opposite, right? She goes back to Joker. Like that's the, mm-hmm. the implication is that she hasn't learned a lesson. This Harley has, has grown. She's learned to change and adapt. And, uh, I love that. You know, I thought it was great. I thought it was a good payoff for a a three movie arc that really their movies are so loosely connected outside of her existence in them for it to feel like we see this character trait. I think, again, Gunn did his research. He didn't just come in like, I'm just going to do whatever I want. He's like, no, no, this is a continuation, but I'm going to I'm going to retcon some things. I'm going to tie in things that make sense and I'm going to do something slightly different. And I think he nailed it
0: yep and uh, we mentioned the music and that non spoiler they've got uh, I ain't got nobody playing over that particular scene where you've just got yes. Harley Quinn just beating the living hell, shooting people, stabbing people. It feels like a comic book you know in reality, and I mentioned it felt like a comic book film an actual comic book panel was brought to life that felt like an actual Harley Quinn moment as well, and you're given this great speech you've got a great music, the guy's crawling away it's like, damn this is. This is a great scene. Um, You mentioned Peacemaker and um, Bloodsport and their similarities. My cinema, the biggest laughs always came from those two trying to one up each other. That was some of the funniest stuff in the film. Um, But you mentioned Ratcatcher 2, who I agree. In a film where they made me care about characters and events such as a massive starfish getting, uh, getting infiltrated by a pack of rats and then stabbed by Harley Quinn who swims in jelly I'm here for that but I really really liked David Dalmashian and the and Polka Dot Man who I'm led to believe is you know, the laughing stock of actual DC uh, characters but what James Gunn did was imbued with sense of purpose within that character obviously it's all tied into his relationship with his mother and of course we get that big old payoff at the end when he's just throwing polka dots her. Um but also the way they just they <laughs> they build polka dot man up. They really give him yes. this arc. They really make us care for him. You know, they generally kind of give us that emotional beats with him, and then he goes out in the most unceremonious way. He just gets flattened by a bit of Staros. I thought that was cruel, but hilarious at the same time. And it mm-hmm. that kind of summed the film up for me. That that you are going to give with this hand, but I'm going to take away gleefully with that as well. And that intro, you've yeah. got Pete, Pete Davidson, you've got Javelin, you've got Mongol, uh, everyone else, it, it, almost everybody else there, TDK, who's, <laughs> who's superheroes uh, powers. He <laughs> can take his arms off. Um, yeah. they're gone, man. They're all gone. And, um, boomerang, captain boomerang, remember oh, him? dead. Yeah. Don't get too attached to him. King, which Shark, is a shame. Yeah, it is a shame, but, um, i mentioned king shark i'd rather have a film with him sylvester yeah. stallone is a giant shark we didn't mention oh, him on, on spoiler really but i also yeah. really liked him because that's a character which could have clanged and just been a bit stupid
1: yeah and he's actually been uh the, the character has shown up in other things like the the king shark is in uh he's a villain on one of the seasons of the flash on the cw mm-hmm. um i i really liked the character in the comics um at least the suicide squad comics that i read yeah. he was a featured member of um and yeah, Stallone man, just having fun. Like, you know, he's fine and <laughs> yeah. um I, I I also loved him and it, just everything Gunn does the the fact that he's about to eat Ratcatcher too and then like she's like, You wouldn't eat your friends and he says, I don't have any friends. Wow. Sympathy, right? Like I, I, I care about this
0: guy. And uh, then the surrogate the way family she, thing. Not manipulates the way she gets under eventually, you know, even brings blood sport round to her way to like to to opening up somewhat, softening, yeah. mellowing.
1: Oh, the one of the best parts of the end of the movie is him with the rat on his knee and he looks so terrified, which Idris Elba pulls that fear off so well, right? Like, I'm, I buy that he's terrified. But then when he like, he reaches and pets, I kept waiting for him to like knock it off his knee and like make (laughs) a joke out of it. But no, he caresses this little tiny rat and he, you see his like, I've won this like triumph face on it. And it's so amazing. And it just speaks to Gunn. Like, he, he has this love of these characters. He doesn't feel like he hates these people or that he looks down on them. It's just kind of like, I understand that we are imperfect beings and I can love any of them. And thus I love all of them. And that's what makes this movie stand out is I, I cared about what happened to these characters. It was many of which I have no prior attachment to, but through the course of this film, the performances and the writing, I am drawn into and care and I am rooting for them. And again, think think um, my friend brought up the powers of the polka dots. They are from <laughs> what we see, the dude should be unstoppable. Like you only need him. And if you give those powers to Idris Elba's blood sport, you wouldn't need yeah. anybody else. But because you give those powers to a broken down individual who is struggling with mental health, And not to make fun of him, not to, you know, they do make some jokes with it, but it's never like laughing at the disability. It's this guy's broken and the team gives him confidence and it does ultimately lead to his downfall. But it's not, it's not done for laughs. It is, there's a shock value and you might be like, oh my God, but the character's treated with respect and, and love and he gets, while he doesn't make it out, he did have moments of joy, what appears to be for the first time in many years with this team, and so there is something to that. It's, it's man, I am sorry. This movie's gorgeous in so many ways. It's just a beautiful idea. Gun gets surrogate family. This idea that we can find a place where we feel like we belong, and that's something that always works for me. And he just he's so good at it. Between Guardians and this, like you just see it as such a a strong element in his storytelling that I just think works wonders.
0: Yeah, so as you can tell we both really dug this film and what he also managed to do was he turned a trope on its head and he sexualized yeah. the men which uh which is great yes. you want to see john cena in a tiny pair of pants oh sorry <laughs> underwear for my american listeners you're going to get it if you want to see full frontal nudity though that's not sexualized in itself but it's there uh, it's more so it's more for the the males now the 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 uh the angle was changed and you know, it was fun the way they did it, and um, I think Gunn also had a hand on that as well. I think he understands; he understands the um, he under he he gets he gets the job he needed to do, and the characters that he had, and he knew the way he needed to go with them, and he did that really well. Um, but yeah, I I really really dug this film, and uh, I said it before it's got rewatchability factor value. And I really do think it has done, despite the fact that you, yeah. once you see the intro and, the, and what happens at the end, you, you know it's coming. But I think second time around, because you know it's coming, you can kind of, well, more so towards the end, you can look for clues or you can try to connect to people in a different way and see see things that you may not have seen the first time. And Maybe? never thought I'd get that from this film, bro
1: think about the, the last line I think we hear Starro say is, like, I liked looking at the stars. No.
0: And, like, you get
1: sympathy for this giant monster who's, like, mind-controlling the populace because the only reason he's on Earth is because of our greed. Like, it's, mm-hmm. like, aliens. It's, it's it's Wutani, you know? We've brought the monster to us, and it was just enjoying floating through space looking at the stars. Yep. Like, he gives you empathy towards the giant starfish creature. Like, you know, it's, like, the the man the humanity that he brings is just insane i guys i can't stress enough if you f- for some reason listen to the spoiler episode having not watched <laughs> the movie watch Sorry. the movie <laughs> it's really really good and it's worth your time
0: yep can't agree more with that my friend and also check out there are two uh scenes of credits, mid and post credit scenes yes. one which is just really funny with weasel just watching him just swagger off <laughs> And then one that sets up the forthcoming HBO Max Peacemaker series that I wasn't interested in, but now, I mean, I'm very much on board with that. So
1: interested in, yeah, I'm on board. Let's see it. I want to, I want to see what it's about.
0: Yep. So that's what, that's what the Suicide Squad is about in terms of us here at BAMP HQ. Let us know what you thought of the Suicide Squad. Um, Are we over it? Was it really that good? Did you not like it? Or did you love it as much as we did? Let us know. You can find us across all the social medias Just search for, bloody awesome movie podcast and you'll see john's face and you'll see my face john where can i find you
1: i'm at Burke reviews and berk on all the uh, social media
0: platforms yep and i'm what i watch UK, and what i watch tonight on all the social media platforms and like john on letterboxd as well however that was our spoiler review of the suicide squad we'll be back next week with a spoiler review of free guy but until then i am going to tell you to stay bloody awesome And keep watching movies.